You're listening to the Mom Mindset Podcast. As a mom, I know that you face challenges every day, but I also know that those challenges don't have to steal your joy and confidence as a parent. Each week, we'll adjust the different challenges and mindsets that moms face and show you how to overcome them so that you can thrive in every season of life. After all, you are the best mom for your child. Hey there, mom friends, and welcome back to the Mom Mindset Podcast. I hope you're having a great day, a great weekend. Hope you're going to spend some time with your family. Today, we're going to be talking about the issue of fear. And I know a lot of people don't deal with fear a whole lot sometimes until they become moms. Um, I'm naturally maybe a little bit more of an anxious person, but even having kids kind of ramped up the amount of anxiety and fear I kind of was naturally feeling. But it's so important to kind of learn how to take control of that fear, how to channel it, how to overcome it so that you can be the confident and joyful parent that you want to be. It's really, really hard to be a confident parent if you're always kind of looking over your shoulder, afraid or anxious that something is going to happen to you, to your kid, to your spouse, um, anything like that. So and a lot of a lot of times the reason this is, is that because none of us have really been in a situation where our hearts are so closely connected with something that we can't control. You know, we we can control our feelings about most people in our lives. We kind of choose to love them. You know, they've come into our life for a season. We know they're going to leave, but your kids like their entire life is with you. You know, you've made them, you created them, you nurture them, you give them everything that they need. You know, you're bonded forever, and that's it's challenging to think, you know, that something could happen to them to think that you could make a mistake that could harm them, that they could get hurt or even get sick. And, you know, not to mention some of our own internal fears about motherhood, you know, that we're going to miss out on something, that we're going to fail ourselves in some way. But that specifically, I think, is a topic for another day. So heading back to the topic of talking about our kids, um, it can be really hard to try and channel fear when it's something that feels so out of control. But, you know, you can't be a positive a confident, joyful mom, if you're worried that something's going to happen all the time, you know, fear is going to kill your confidence. It's going to make you second guess every decision that you make. It's going to hold you back. Um, it's going to keep you from living in the present. You know, the, I think it's the, the Bible says, you know, who by worrying can add a day to their lives. And what happens is we think that if we worry enough, we can control what's going to happen. And that's just not true. You know, worry is not going to add a day to your life. It's just going to steal a day from your life. And if you let it, it's going to steal day after day after day. So now that we kind of have gone over why you can't allow fear into your life. And let me just add, you know, sometimes we think, oh, it's just a little fear. It's just a little, oh, I'm just a little bit afraid. It's not a real thing. You know, it's, it's just my mind going crazy. You have to attack these thoughts head on because if you don't, they're going to come back throughout your life and continue to torment you. You know, if you have, you know, one child and you struggle with a certain fear with them, but you tell yourself, no, this is a small fear, it's fine, then you're going to have to go through that whole situation all over again with your second child or your third child or however many children you have until you deal with it at the root. So today we're going to talk about addressing fear, how to overcome fear. So the first step to overcoming fear is to address it head on. You know, fear thrives in the darkness and lies thrive in the darkness. And a lot of times what will happen, especially if you're a new mom and you're sitting and you're, you know, you're taking care of your baby in the middle of the night 
is that that's when fear likes to come in and try and play games with you because, you know, your defenses are down, you're really tired, you're kind of weak. Um, and it comes in and it tries to tell you all of these stupid lies. Like, um, I know as a new parent, I oftentimes would struggle with fear of something happening to my baby that I would just wake up and they wouldn't be there anymore. Um, and even the, the same thing, one time I was, I woke up in the middle of the night to feed my son. I got on the news and I saw that on the same road that my parents were taking that night, and I knew they were taking it because they were leaving my house to go to their home, there had been like a horrible, horrible accident that had closed down the roads and I couldn't, I immediately like texted them, please text me when you wake up, just I want to make sure that you're okay. And this situation caused me then for weeks to worry about whether people in my life were, were going to die in car accidents. Um, and it was kind of, you know, it's a constant risk that we all take, but it was kind of an irrational fear to just constantly be be worrying about that. You know, I didn't know if half of these people were even in the car that day, <laughs> but I would always be looking for accidents, always looking for a reason to text somebody and, and make sure that they were okay. And it wasn't until I got that fear out of the darkness until I decided, you know, I have to talk to my husband about this, that I realized just how foolish it was, how, how much I was letting it take control of my heart and my mind when like, yes, it's always a possibility, but is it extremely likely that that's going to happen today? And by worrying about it, am I in any way more in control of that situation? So put your fears out into the light. Sometimes you'll find if you put your fears into the light, you're often going to realize that they are not as scary or as likely as you think that they are. You know, one fear might be, say you have a fear of your baby drowning in a pool, but you don't even have a pool, you know? So sometimes you have to go back and say like, is this even likely? Is this even a possibility right now? And and if it is, how much of a possibility is it? Is there something that we can do uh, in the natural, in our own strength to prevent it a little bit, you know? So if you do have a pool, making sure that your gate is locked. Um, if you are afraid of, of something happening to your child while they're outside, make sure that they're always supervised. There are lots of ways to kind of address fear so that they can't come and hold on to you the way that we sometimes allow them to. And the first step for that is to address it, get it in the light, talk to somebody about it, talk to your spouse or your partner, a close friend about it, because they're going to be able to speak into it and say, listen, listen, Cheryl, like you don't have a pool. Your baby is two months old. They can't even crawl into the pool by themselves anyways this is irrational, you know, your baby is going to be okay and they can speak that kind of life into you. Number two in our steps to addressing fear is to watch what you're putting in. Uh, and this can tie a lot into the previous one. Sometimes our irrational fears come from things like watching TV. Uh, TV loves to show tragedy. Uh, you know, the show Grey's Anatomy, like, most of the characters who have gone through there over the years have died or have almost died multiple times. And you just realize regular life is not like that. Regular life is not like a TV show where there's always tragedy, like every two episodes something horrible happens. That's just not the way that life generally is. So you have to sometimes stop watching TV or stop watching certain kinds of TV. I know for me that was This Is Us. Um, too many bad things kept happening in that show and it was starting to affect me emotionally. It was affecting me spiritually. And I said, this is a great show. It's very entertaining, but I can't let this into my heart because it's causing me to live fearful. It's causing me to have anxiety. Um, the other way that you can guard what you put in is by guarding who you talk to or even how you let them talk to you. Okay. So whenever you get pregnant, 
uh, you probably found or you will find if you're listening to the show before you have kids that everybody loves to tell you their pregnancy horror story, their uh, labor and birth horror story, their breastfeeding horror story. And sometimes you just have to be able to say to them, listen, right now, I don't want to hear negative stories. I understand you want to share your experience, and I'm sure that at some point I'd, I'd love to hear your story and sit with you with that. But for right now, I want to protect my heart. I want to make sure that I'm not living fearfully. So I'm going to, you know, ask you not to share that with me right now. Um, sometimes you have to draw those kinds of boundaries so that you protect yourself, you protect your, your family, and you protect your mind. You know, your mind doesn't need to hear all of these terrible horror stories. Your mind needs to hear you know, the facts, what's actually going to happen in, in labor and delivery, what usually happens, how can you prepare, you know, things that are far more helpful than just hearing horror story after horror story after horror story. So watch what you put into your mind. Now, say you have been putting some stuff into your mind, and maybe some of it is just your own thoughts that you've let come into your head. The next step is to rewire your brain. I know that sounds really scary, but we know about our brains that we actually can rewire them you can change the way that your brain thinks about things. Um, did you know that a lot of the time your thinking is the same, like eight to eight to ten thoughts over and over and over again on repeat? You know, we really don't have that many new thoughts. Um, so the thing is then that the more that you allow fear in and you allow those fearful thoughts to sit in your heart, the more your brain becomes wired to think about them. So say I have the thought once, like, man, I really hope my child doesn't die of SIDS. And then I think about it again, and it comes back again. And the more I allow that thought to sit with me, the more it becomes one of those eight to 10 thoughts that my brain just repeats over and over and over. It just becomes a part of the pattern. So what your job is, is to rewire your brain and teach it to think something else, to think something positive, to think the truth about the situation. You know, for me, having babies, and I'm pretty sure that almost almost everyone probably who has had a baby can relate. Uh, You just worry about SIDS because everyone, you know, they talk about in the hospital, they make you watch the video about safe sleep and everything. Um, And it can really get to you. You can you can just think that this is something that's so, so common um, that it's happening all the time when when really it's not. It's it's a very rare thing, Um, especially, you know, if your baby is healthy and you have a safe, you know, home environment, they're they're in their own crib, you're in a smoke free house, those kinds of things. Um, but even, you know, for me, I got home from the hospital and I found myself worrying, like, what if this is the last time I, I talk to my child? What if this, what if I wake up tomorrow morning and they're dead? And that's horrible, horrible thought, largely irrational, but it was the thought that was getting stuck in my brain over and over and over. Um, I was, you know, waking up to check on them. I was, um, you know, even setting alarms to check on them, would wake up in a panic if, uh, if they slept a little bit longer than usual. So what I did to try and retrain my brain was I always pray over my kids before they go to bed. And part of that prayer, you know, I thank God for the day. I ask him to keep them safe, healthy, and strong. Uh, Sometimes we pray for some different other things. But then I always end the prayer with, and thank you for the fun we will have tomorrow. And for me, this was a trigger to remind my mind that we're expecting the best, not the worst. You know, I'm going to speak life and hope over my child, not death. So when I go into their room in the morning, I'm expecting them to be fine. You know, the same as whenever I left at night and I said that prayer and I ended that way, I'm expecting them to be fine. And the more I did this, at first it was kind of like I was actively speaking against fear. And now it's just part of my routine. It's part of how I 
get my kids pumped up for the next day and I get myself excited for the fun we'll have tomorrow. But that trigger in my brain keeps me from going into that what if, what if, what if fearful zone. So you need to rewire your brain. Think about the thoughts that you're having and think about a counter thought. You know, if you have a fear right now, I want you to write it down, uh, put it in a note in your phone and find a counter thought. If you are a Christian and you're religious, this definitely can and probably should be scripture. Find something that you know that is true from the word of God that you can stand on, that can be your truth, that can bring you back to reality when your brain tries to go crazy and have those thoughts of fear and anxiety. Um, or, you know, it can also be something like what I just said, a, a ritual routine that whenever the negative thought could come into your brain, I recognize that happened a lot to me at bedtime, create a trigger so that you remember to change your mindset. All right. So that was step number three. Step number four is to let your child's story be unique. Uh, this kind of goes back to what you take in and hearing all the stories from other people, but it can also have to do with your own experience as a parent. It can have to do with, um, you know, maybe your first child was a certain way and you're afraid that your second child will be a certain way. I, I have um, an acquaintance who uh, had a difficult time breastfeeding her first child and she was afraid that her second child was going to be a similar situation. Uh, it was causing her a lot of fear and anxiety, you know, because she, she wanted to breastfeed, but she also knew that having two kids, she was going to have a lot of demands on her attention, on her time. So I encouraged her to just let her daughter's story be her own story. You know, don't compare your kids. Don't compare their victories or their struggles. Let their stories be their own. And especially don't project your fears from one child onto the other. You know, just because your first birth was challenging and difficult and hard and maybe even traumatic does not mean that your second birth is going to be the same way. Let your child have their own story. It's not just reminding yourself, like, this child is a blank slate. Their story is yet to be written. I have no idea what's coming, but it doesn't do me any good to worry about it. You know, if it's something that I've already gone through with my first, great. I have the experience. I have the knowledge. I have um, the, the dedication, the patience, the wisdom to do it all over again. If it's something new, then I'm going to figure it out, you know. So let their let their story be unique. And, and once you've let their story be unique, let your own story be unique. This is a big one. You know, your story is not your mom's story. It's not your sister's story, your cousin's story, your friend's story. It is your story. So don't take on other people's fears or negative situations. You were made to be your child's mother. You were hand chosen by God because he knew that you were capable. And not just that you were capable of handling all of the really you know, easy, wonderful things about parenting, the cuddling, uh, the cute outfits, those kinds of things. He knew that you were capable of handling the hard things too. Sometimes our fear of what's going to happen with our children is actually a fear of how we would respond if something happened to our children. So what you need to do is remember that you are equipped, that you're okay. You know, if you are in fact a Christian, I imagine most of you are listening to this podcast, you know, you have the Lord to lean on. There is nothing that you can go through that he would ever leave your side. He would never put some, allow you to go through something in your life that would break you. So lean into him, bring your fears before him, bring those worries before him. Tell him, you know, tell him what you're thinking and you're feeling. He's not stupid. He already knows it. So confess it to him, bring it into the light and let him speak into you the truth that you need to hear. Um, he made you for 
your child. That's just the bottom line. You know, nothing is a surprise to him. Nothing bad is a surprise to him. Nothing good is a surprise to him. So be confident in that. Be confident in your identity as a chosen mother for your child. You know, we're going to go through things in this life. There's going to be different situations that arise, you know, whether it's discipline, whether it is a health issue. You know, there's we're going to go through stuff, but you're going to come out the other side. So don't let worry rob any time in your life. Don't let it cause your days to be filled with worry rather than enjoying the moments with your children. Choose to rewire your brain. Choose today that you're not going to live in fear that if things come up you're going to adjust you're not going to take it personally you're not going to take it as an attack you're going to adjust and you're going to do what's best for your kid because you're their mom because that's what you do you always adjust you always go with what's best for your kid and that's what you've been doing you know sometimes I think we fear because we think that if something goes wrong it means that we were wrong or we weren't paying attention enough or we missed something Sometimes things just go wrong. You know, sometimes you're doing everything right and some, you know, the devil just has an attack. You know, something gets thrown at you that you didn't expect. You are equipped to handle it. Don't take it personally. Don't let it be something that shakes your confidence in who you are as a parent. Your confidence as a parent is even, it's so much more than like, are you doing the right thing all the time? It's how you respond and you adjust when the unexpected happens. And I know that you're equipped for it. I know that you're going to see yourself through any challenge that you face. I know that there's no fear that is big enough to overcome you. So today, take control of your thoughts. Choose to live in joy. Choose to live in peace. And I know that you are going to have a happier, more full, wonderful, wonderful life when you let go of all of that baggage that's been holding you down. So that is all the time I have for today. Thank you once again so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you for your reviews. I just saw some reviews I hadn't seen previously. Thank you so much for those. They really help the show get out there. Uh, You can follow along with me at abigail.condon on Instagram. And as always, remember that once again, you were made to be a mother and you are the best mom for your children. Talk to you next week.